the fabulous WSUM Madison Studios, it's Do It Live, hosted by the Do It Geeks. Today's topic is the Help Desk. You've got questions, we've got answers, and we also have an expert from the Help Desk here to answer your questions on the air. Joining us in studio from the Do It Help Desk, Rachel Robleski and Leah Scheid, along with our regular geeks, Ty Christian, Adam Wiesenfart, and Jesse LeGrew. And now, broadcasting live and local on 91.7 FM and streaming worldwide on WSUM.org, please welcome my co-host, Ty Christian. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Do It Live, the most connected radio show on the planet. And thanks for joining us on this lovely Thursday, March 10th at 2.03 p.m. I can't believe it's already the 10th, Adam. It's like, it seems like March is flying by. Flying by, March 10th, 2011. Pretty Who soon knew? it's going to be the Ides of March. It's true. Beware. Beware the Ides. Beware indeed. So today we're going to talk about the help desk. Yes, we are. Yes, that, we are. We that have... is, then that just happens to be my area of expertise because I work at the help desk. You do? So I, I do. What? So I could talk about the help desk you all can. day. Yeah, Excellent. Can. That's good we have you here because Jesse's not here today. Jesse he, is sick. He, is or, he? Or, actually, He's on an he emergency sick? from what I heard. All I heard was emergency and I thought it was a sickness because, yeah. you know, there had, the, the bubonic plague has been going around. It's, it's I nasty. Had it, I had it last, uh, last week. I have scurvy. Oh, my God. I, you I better need eat to, an orange. I need to drink some orange juice. Exactly correct. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, joining us in the studio <laughs> is Leah. She's also working at the help desk. How are you doing today, my dear? I'm doing great. Excellent. Thanks for having me here. No, Hopefully we... you don't have scurvy. <laughs> I'm guessing. Very, very. I've, I've been trying to eat those fruits. So. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, we are again behind and don't have our sound effects going, but uh, we do have some news. And since Jesse isn't here, we're going to have Matt Rock help us out with the news today. Our online, excuse me, on-air producer and, of course, our director of e-communications, Matt Rockwell, is here. And we're going to do the news today. Ready, Ty? One, two, three. Thanks a lot, Tech guys. news today with Matt Rockwell. Hello, hello, everybody. How you doing, sir? Doing well. And you have the need to protect the Internet from Astroturfing grows astroturfing. even more urgent. Astroturfing? What yeah. is this? Ty, tell me about astroturfing. So a lot of people, are, so you might say, astroturfing, are we playing football? What are we doing? No, astroturfing is actually what happens when you uh, you manufacture a grassroots campaign. So it's, it's not a sport? It's not a sport. No, well, although some people may consider it to be a sport, at least on the internet. But basically what happens is, uh, is people... Uh, uh, the ding, that's correct. <laughs> people basically uh, will write a program or get a bunch of people together or, or pay people to sort of uh, pose as people online who, you know, like a product or service or, you know, give their opinion, something like that. Um, huh. Well, so so you're sort of saying it's kind of fake grassroots. It's, yeah, it's fake It's manufactured grassroots. grassroots. Yeah. So you're, you're on the internet. You're looking at this forum. You know, it's like... Uh, I love AppleiPodForum.com. And, you know, maybe Apple wants everyone to love their iPods a lot. So what they'll do is they'll pay people to go onto this forum and and pose, you know, as as Apple iPod users and say, oh, Apple iPod's the best. This, Apple iPod's great. This sounds dubious to <laughs> yeah. me. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of uh, companies... Have been trying, have, have been doing this, uh, and you you, know, the you research mean, have sh- has shown that. You mean people like to promote themselves? I know. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Can you believe Shameless it? Shameless self promotion. So, aren't they what? doing that with radio call in shows now, too? 
Yeah, that was one. Dang, of you're <laughs> not supposed to say that on the air. That was one of the. Th- <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. You should go and see our pre-show podcast, folks, because we got a great, great website. It's www.doitwithstudy.edu/radio. I know it's great because we put a lot of stuff on it. So uh, not only can you get podcasts of all of our previous shows, and I highly recommend show number six. I think it's really very nice. Um, but you should also check out our behind-the-scenes podcasts if you can find them. It's a little Easter egg hidden somewhere. Uh, yes, the and they are, show number six. They are golden. Is very good. Very good. Yeah, is good. So, all right. What's our next? Uh, what's our next news story here? The Microsoft Xbox Connect confirmed as the fastest-selling consumer electronics device. Holy cow! Ever by Guinness Book of World Records. Do you, do you have a Connect, Leo? I do not. No. I do you have, have an never, Xbox? I have never owned a video gaming system. What? With the exception, and it doesn't really count, of a Game Boy. Oh, you own a Game Boy. It's not actually mine. That's old I have school. two that are borrowed from friends. You, you're on a technology <laughs> radio show. You have owned no console games. I know. It's horrible. That is sad. Wait, I, I want more backstory to this. You own two Game Boys that were not your own. Uh, yeah, I had to borrow them because <laughs> the only thing I ever wanted to play on a Game Boy was Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> right. Up. Oh, my gosh. But wow. here's the kicker. I only borrowed them once I was in high school. Wow. Wow. And I still have both and have not yet That's returned cool. them. Oh, no. it, it's so funny because Rachel, who's coming up in a little bit, who's, she's going to come in here for a little bit, and she is an avid, avid gamer and has all the consoles. Is she? I didn't oh, know about yes. that. Well, maybe you guys can talk about your Pokemon addiction. <laughs> we, we got our first Wii for Christmas, and before that, if you don't count computers at all, the last console that I personally owned was an Atari 2600. What? Ooh. What? Honest to goodness. You, you don't still have it, do you? I do not, unfortunately. Sad. But I have my Apple IIc. We'll take that. We're starting a <laughs> right vintage <on>. computer museum. <laughs> got, got an IBM PC XT lying around anywhere? I want one of those. Oh, uh, okay. Um, this is a nerd, nerd talk alarm here. Nerd talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll throw some photos up on the website all about that. So, so the, uh, according to Guinness Book of World Records, the Microsoft Connect sold an average of 133,333 units per day for a total of 8 million units in its first 60 days on sale from the 4th of November to uh, 2010 to the 3rd of January 2011, which makes it the fastest-selling electronic ever. Uh, how, ever why ever. are you rounding to whole units? Can't you just get know. a third of a Connect too? <laughs> you know, I I got a chance to play the Connect when I was at my uh, fiance's parents' house because her dad is a is a is a big gamer. Um, we get along fabulously, so that's wonderful. But uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I got to, to try it. It was actually pretty fun. It was you know it was really neat. You stand in front of it and it takes awkward pictures of you when you're in you know. Awkward, uh, awkward stances, and then you get to show them to your friends. You can upload them straight to Facebook too. So if you really like to, you know, show awkward videos of yourself playing a, a video game, boom, there it is. Nice. That's not right. Nice. What, what <laughs> else do we have going on in news this week, Matt Rock? Apple to begin production of white iPhone four this month, and it will ship by. April. I'm going to not go out and run out and get it because I don't really like the white iPod stuff. Actually, I like the black stuff. I gotta say hallelujah because I mean, like, I was thinking, I was thinking it was they were gonna wait till June because that's what Apple normally does is they wait till June and then they release you know their their latest greatest thing. But this looks like Apple is going to be shipping them in April, which is awesome because I'm on Verizon and you know I've I have an iPod. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted an iPhone because I've got an, I got a phone and a, and a and a music player in my pocket. That's two things. I want it to be one thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, this is going to be if it's man, if it's if it's in April, 
I'm going to be spending all the dollar bills That's cool. in April. Yeah, because, I mean, the only thing usually certain about life and computing is that on Tuesday, Apple will release products and Microsoft <laughs> will release patches. That's true. That's true. And, and they proved us wrong this week or a couple weeks ago when they released. Not, not only did they release MacBook Pros on a Thursday, <sighs> but they released iPads on a Wednesday. What? What? I know. It's just outrageous. That's so. terrible. Heresy is what I said. <laughs> Lee, do, do you own any uh, Apple products, Apple iPads? I do. I do have an iPod Touch. Oh, and what is your favorite thing to do? You use it for for games or for email or for listening to music or what? Mostly music and a few a few games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So um, we got to do a couple of housekeeping things I guess here. The final uh, the final news story. That yeah. We what got we got here? For, I'm sorry, Ty. I'm usurping your your authority here. What what else do we have in news? You have to respect my authority. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AT and T. Tweaking messaging plans, killing some upgrade discounts, and raising fees and microsell pricing. Well, raising their microsell? They should be paying you to have a microsell, not the other way around. <laughs> That's going to be affecting me. So, yeah. you know, for all, uh, I mean, just another reason why, of course, we'd, you know, if. Yeah, we're, to... we're a bunch of giant nerds, so let's explain. Yeah. Um, a microsell, for all you folks that don't know, is kind of like a. Um, Oh, personal Sandy. cell phone tower. What? Let's see. Go. Uh, no, it might. Sandy, you should pull over that mic and see if we're we're on and cooking today. Or you should no, just chat, chat over here. Sandy Cyberlick, our other producer here, is here on the show. She knows all about this stuff. So, um, she's, can you tell us a little bit about uh, femtocells and microcells and stuff like that? AT and T will provide you with a microcell within your home if you can't get cell service, and it's almost like your own little antenna within the home that allows you to have cell service if you. Or in an area that's dead. So kind of like a, a wireless router lets you have wireless in your house. It's essentially the same thing, except it's for your cell phone. And what AT does is this fancy word called backhaul. And what that means is they send data, which is not originally intended for the, the data transmission method of the Internet, which is what they use. They use your Internet connection to do your cell phone service in your local house region. So to have this, you have to already have an internet connection? Absolutely. You do, okay. Yes, you do. And it's not free. And you, also, the price is negotiable. So it depends on how <laughs> upset you are with your service, what the price is. It's kind of like it's kind of like the you know the back uh, back alley Russian dealer. Yes, I will give you cell phone coverage for a price. You know. And, and you must always use uh, an area code once you get a microcell in your home. You can no longer just. Oh have a yeah, because it, oh. it suffers from cell phone itis because it doesn't exactly. know when you're home and when you're not. <laughs> that's that's not cool. <laughs> So that's oh, the news. Today. Oh no, I think we're overlooking. Well, we'll have what to. What are we overlooking? Do you have an, another news story? Eudora. <gasps> you that's guys forgot, right. didn't you? I almost forgot. You did. I didn't yeah. read that. I saw that in, in the mail. What's going on? This is something that's uh, a little bit more on the help desk side of things. As of uh, you know, there there are there are some rumors going around. Uh, you know that on March. On the 15th of this month, there's a new server-side certificate coming out for WhiskMail. Uh, now, that's you know a lot of technical mumbo-jumbo, but basically what this means is that when the certificate comes out, all of the new email programs that people have been using for the past, say, five years, like uh, Outlook, Thunderbird, Apple Mail, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, not going to be affected at all. They all work. They're all programmed for this sort of thing. However, the older email programs, like, say... Eudora. Oh no, that's my my wrong phone fail. Sorry. Oh yeah, we got yeah. all those crappy sound effects. Here. All Sorry. the older email programs uh, say Eudora. That is, you know, twenty five. 
thousand oh, years sorry, old. That's the one I wanted. Okay. <laughs> so the the Eudora, which you know may be older than time itself, uh, is not going to work anymore. Now the problem with this, folks, that, that all of the people here in the studio, except maybe Sandy, knows doesn't know is that I use Eudora Shame. as my main email client. Shame. As do as do many 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 on campus because. Most of these people that are still using Eudora, the first time they got email, yeah. that was what they used sure. to access and people, their, their people email. People are very brand loyal. This Absolutely. is why all these companies are trying to quote brand yeah. their products. And and people are people don't like to change no. either. It's going to be know? it's going to no, be rough. They don't. Uh, so I'm I maintain that my email is going to be fine after March, whatever it is. I can't wait. I, you know, I'm going to take a vial and just take your tears, and I'm going to just you know collect it your tears, really and I'm going to put sad. it on my desk. It would be really sad because all of my emails archived in there too and every time i look at that i'll just you know well it's easy to move over to thunderbird it is you and can, thunderbird's you, not bad but the ui is not as good sorry folks uh, user interface design which is opinion opinion opinions. opinion opinion yeah we'll have to disclaim all that stuff in a all little right. bit email but. like sound and food so <laughs> subjective oh yeah Okay. All right. Um, so, 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 ch- so I guess that's all the news we've got today. Want to thank Matt yeah, Rock, my thank pleasure, you, sir. Thanks for news. having me. And you, you just stick around, will you? And thank you, all you people out there, for listening in. We are the most connected radio show on the planet. We're here to talk to everybody, so give us a call. There, there are sixteen different ways to connect with us, and all of those ways are found on our wonderful website, doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio. You can give us a call, or text us, or text us, or anything. You know, anything you can do with a cell phone, you can probably do with this number right now: six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight six eight. Sorry, that's six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight. Or yeah. email us at do it. Or sorry, I can't say, can't say any of this today. Email us at radio at doit.wisc.edu. And that's radio at doit.wisc.edu. Excellent, Ty. And what do we have for the people who, uh, for our, you know, our giveaway today? Oh, huh? we have a giveaway. That's right. If you give us a call right now, 608-515-8768, and you ask us a question or you give us a show topic, and you are affiliated with the University of Wisconsin in some way, shape, or form, you are eligible to win yourself a $25 gift certificate to a vendor. A vendor? A vendor. This, oh. this vendor may may sell coffee. Oh, a coffee vendor. And for me, that has no use because I don't drink coffee, which I don't, is I don't sad. Either. It's straight up Mountain Dew Code Red for me. Inject it right into my veins is what I say. Straight in. Yeah. Very they nice. They have hot chocolate. Oh, no. Oh, they, they have hot do chocolate. They? Oh, my gosh. They have cider. I don't know if it's a typical coffee shop. I have no idea where it's for. So, but if it's a, if it's a place that vends coffee, usually they'll have hot chocolate. So I went out on a limb. Well, we don't do that. We are, we are a fact-driven fact radio show. Sorry about that. Um, so we're going to uh, thusly launch into our next and newest segment of our, of our little radio enterprise here, which we love to call... Ty, can you set us up here? We love to call it Awesome Dude. Or Lame. Oh, no. Ah. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Today, we're going to be talking about things, new technology things, stuff that we've worked with in the past. Yes, within the past. So we're going to talk about us here in the studio. It's anything within the past week. Um, we, sorry, I'm sorry. We need to set this up again. So awesome or lame basically is we want your fo- folks to call in and tell us about a piece of technology that they've used within the last week that is either awesome 
or lame. Something you've used, you know, maybe in your everyday life, like maybe your grocery store scanner or your other stuff like that. Um, it, it doesn't really matter. What I have some interesting things to talk about. But the <laughs> have thing you used is, the grocery store store scanner in the past week? Uh, absolutely. Oh wow. Oh yeah. The self serve stuff, and I can tell you where the better ones are, but we can't advertise stuff okay. on the radio. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the other thing that uh, that we do is here in the studio is a little bit more difficult because you have to call or we have to use some talk about something that we've used within the last twenty four hours. So preferably something new, too. something new to you, yeah. yeah, something new and of note, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what awesome or lame is. So if you want to give us a call right now, six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight. You can also fire us an email, radio at doit.wist.edu. That's radio, the way you think it's spelled, R A D I O. At do it division of information technology dot wic wisconsin that's where we are edu education it's what we do cool so, um, why don't we start this off with leah here leah can you think of anything that you've used in the past week that's either awesome or lame you know i might be, i'm kind of shameful i don't know if i've used any new technology <laughs> in a really long time how about a new a, a new website or new new anything nothing at all uh, there, okay, I did just find a new website that I do really like. Ooh. Uh, I'm probably going to forget the name of the website now, though. That's okay. I believe it's called, oh, yep, just realized I actually cannot say the name of this website. <laughs> <laughs> well so, done. Can you explain to us what the website yes, does? I can. It, it involves, it has a phrase that involves the word awesome, actually, um, blank awesome nouns. And you, oh. you get to fill in the noun of your choice, and oh. it does an image search and generates a little an image for you that says blank awesome crosswords. Wow. For example, is what I entered in for mine. I like that. That's um, pretty cool. So yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. You can try <laughs> to guess what the fill in word would be. Nice. <laughs> Unusually, folks, we have a call. Some somebody's on the phone here. Caller, what is your name, please? Hey, it's Nate Harrison. Nate Harrison, our traveling correspondent, and Stuart Esmond is on the phone here. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, uh, we are outstanding here. It's a great day to live in Madison, Wisconsin. I hear things are kind of crazy there today. Uh, something like that. We don't know. We're we're doing a talk show about technology, so. <laughs> a technology show. I know we we don't talk about politics, but uh, I had a weird thing happen at a cell store in Madison recently. Yeah, you were in town. Into, uh, you were in town. You didn't yeah, come here and see us. What is I, going on? It was a short stay. I know. I'm, I'm sure that's cool. But I went in to buy this phone, and uh, they said I had to have a contract with, it, and I got an argument over them over this, and the other sales associates said, no, you don't need a contract. And so the other associates, they all left the store, and they went over to Old Chicago. It was really weird. <laughs> and I went, why are they over at Old Chicago? And the other associates said, well, they get mad because, you know, they want us to sign this contract. So I called Old Chicago, and I'm like, what's going on, guys? And they said, well, you got to sign this contract, or uh, we're not coming back, because in order to buy a phone, you have to have a contract. Besides this happy hour, one of us almost made it through the tour. We're going to get one of those little saucers with a commemorative thing, and they're all very excited about it. Oh, no. No, we can't go there. Good try, sir. Good try. Oh, uh, we're doing well. Anyway, so I want—I actually wanted to talk about something else in Awesome or Lame, but uh, we want to thank Nate, too, by the way. He's one of our associate production staff. So, uh, But his opinions are his own and not ours, and, and we totally disclaim anything he says. There you go. Um, so tell us about something that you find Awesome or yeah, Lame, Adam. So I actually, for the first time yesterday, built a RAID array. Oh! So, Ty, can you tell... Actually, Leah, do you know what RAID stands for? I do not. Oh, really amazing <laughs> internet... Device. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I. It's like redundant. What is it? Redundant array of independent discs or inexpensive discs, oh. depending on what on what website you go to. But it, I believe it is independent. And what raids are, are basically instant backups uh, or. V- v- particular flavors of raids are instant backup. So I made a RAID 1 array, which is something called mirroring. So what that does is I put two hard drives in this computer, and essentially the same, the, what happens on the one exactly happens on the other. So there's an instant automatic backup of everything that I do. So if one of them fails, I have a second one which has exactly the same stuff on it. And I think that that is awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so so uh, is I gotta say is, is is raid you know would this be something that you would recommend to to Joe user I mean is that easy to set up This is not your average thing because I was actually setting up a, a CentOS Linux server I don't know if anybody's heard about Linux but we we do Nerd. that's again more extra geeky stuff that we do here <laughs> but um, so it, it's not for Joe average user but something that is is something like a time machine backup if you have a Mac or if you use uh, Microsoft's backup solutions they have that comes built in with Windows hmm. we do recommend that with an external hard drive and you're sort of doing the same thing except you're only doing it maybe once a day or once a week or if you're bad once a month that whole thing <laughs> um, but back up your machine folks if you don't if you don't make two backups you're not making enough that's true your uh, co-host jesse set up our storage for the radio station here with raid yeah sure oh. sure so that way we don't you lose a hard drive without having to lose any of the information and you public keeps getting the music that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's really good. I've never done RAID before. I've always been interested in possibly doing it. But, you know, I mean, the backup system that I've got right now is I've got a couple external hard drives, and I've got one in the fireproof safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, I don't know. It's it's always been one of those things. It's like, well, you know, I could do a RAID array, but what if my computer gets stolen yeah. and my backup's gone? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so you it, got always got to plan for, like, the weird scenarios. I, what if my house burnt down? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You can just burn yourself some DVDs and go stick them in a safe deposit box and things for like your your photos, something which is irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend doing that. We have one more contestant. It's our, our again our producer Sandy Cyber. Like, what what have you found that is awesome or lame within the last twenty four hours? Within the last twenty four hours. Well, you're in the studio, aren't you? Um, no, it's okay. Within the last week, that's fine. Okay, within the last week, I actually found an awesome set of iPhone applications that give you trail maps and oh. powder alerts for ski resorts. Oh. So with spring break coming up, yeah. if anybody's heading try. out to ski country. Ooh. And they have them for every resort you can think of. Sure. That is awesome. That is great. Yeah, it's very good. We have winners. All right, <laughs> folks. Um, so we're going to take us a quick little break here. Uh, we're going to come back, though, and talk with Leah. We're going to take your questions. If you have questions about your computer, if it's not acting correctly, if something weird's going on, give us a call right now, 608-515-8768. That's 608-515-8768. Or fire us an email, radio at doit.wist.edu. That's radio at doit.wist.edu. And we're going to come back and talk to Leah and some other help desk folks right after this. The 
But there's something about Saturday night You can't say what you won't do Cause you know that you're just mine I'm alive this evening It was love at first sight Of this Saturday And every Saturday for the rest of my life And everyone standing in line Yeah, looking good And looking for a real good time So I'll never have to wonder if I'll have someone to share all of this with And it's alright, it's alright It's alright, it's very disturbing phone call only to find out that someone you love or care about has been seriously injured in a car accident all because of a drunk driver now understand that your lifestyle is your business but when you drive drunk you become everybody's business you want to have fun pick a designated driver remember music lives and so should you i'm heavy d public service message brought to you by the ad council the department of transportation national association of broadcasters and rad Welcome back to Do It Live, the most connected radio show on the planet where we tenaciously talk tech for an hour here. And we just got back from a little CeeLo Green on there off of his new album. That was great, Ty. What's the uh, track there? It's Bright Lights and the Big City. Excellent. I absolutely love that's That's my jam. Nice. That is my jam. Well done. <laughs> so we got some people in the studio Yeah, we here. do. We've got Rachel Robleski in here, and I don't want to, you know say too much here but rachel did used to work for us in the tech store and by far at my tenure here she was the best employee that we ever had and she turned traitor and moved over to the help desk that's right cutthroat yep. <laughs> so <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about what you do at the help desk so i work for the enterprise application support team or east for short mm -hmm. uh, i work with business applications like e-reimbursement the mainframe isis the my uw system portal among other things so most of the people that you work with, you'd say, or most of the people that you take calls from are like uh, full-time staff and not students. Yeah, we'll get occasionally a few calls from students, but uh, okay. mostly full-time staff. Cool. So what, I mean, what sort of questions are, are routine? It really depends on the application. Uh, questions about how to ob obtain authorization for the different systems, problems logging in, uh, technical issues, error messages, 
people expecting to see or have something happen, and the application is doing something different. For some applications, we even handle how-to questions. So how do I do this? Why does this happen when I submit this? Things along those lines. What, what kind of training did you have to go through in order to get up to snuff on all of these applications? So when I first started, uh, the first thing was I had to get authorizations for the various systems we support. Uh, from there, some of the senior agents uh, walked me through and showed me how to use the systems and how to handle the types of questions East typically receives. I also went through a lot of written documentation in the knowledge base, or KB, and played around in some test systems to get more thorough understanding of how uh, the applications worked. And as a new employee for the help desk, you had to go through sort of basic training as well, right? Yeah, I did have to go through basic training. And what kind of things did you learn in there? Um, I, since I came from the tech store, I had to learn how to use the phone system. <laughs> uh, so how to use Infra, which is the call tracking software, um, how to answer the phones, uh, taking good case notes, uh, the ways of handling things on a phone system more. Uh, than doing things face to face. Was it weird transition? Like, what was the one thing that you that was uh, the weirdest transitioning from face to face to like a phone system? Oh, taking notes for sure. Taking notes. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, because of the way the phone system works. Uh, if you call um, and somebody answers your question and you have to call back, it might be that you don't get them again. Um, so they need to be able to figure out what you did, what the person tried. So on that uh, subject, I guess, can you go through some of the tools that you use to like routinely do your job? I use the KB a lot. That's, uh, we have that's the knowledge base for all of you who aren't <laughs> UW people, but it's it's sort of a, a collection of articles. It's kind of like a wiki, except that not anybody can publish to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we have a lot of documentation that explains how to troubleshoot various issues that people receive. Um, so you can pull up previous cases, and you can search for keywords in cases. Um, so you can kind of see what people did before. Uh, the last thing that I really use are uh, East is a, a team, so there's a group of agents that are all um, designated for East. So if there's something I can't find in documentation or I don't know how to do and I can't find it in infra, I can go to one of my coworkers and see um, if they know how to do it. That's cool. So you guys sort of operate off of each other, off of each other's combined knowledge. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of different skill sets in East. So if it's something you're not familiar with, you can probably find somebody who's very good at it. So uh, you're you're heavily involved with the new HRS project. Is that correct? I am. Ooh. That's why you got hired to help out with this implementation, at least initially, of this project, right? It is. So can you tell us, for all those people out there in Radioland who are wondering, what is this newfangled HRS system and how does it relate to me and where do I get my jellos? How do what? Oh. Come on, Ty. Don't you want to do your I, payroll on the mainframe anymore? I, I don't understand this new system. I liked it when it was on paper and I had a fountain pen. So really, Rachel, what does HRS give to the average person here on campus that's better? So the HRS project is a new human resources system that is being rolled out to the entire University of Wisconsin system to replace the current legacy payroll system that has been around for over 35 years. Um, in fact, interesting tidbit, it was first put in place the same year the very first VCR was sold. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, it is and has been a multi-year effort to modernize the way the university keeps records and personal information. Um, it is composed of six main pieces, benefits, time and labor, absence management, finance, human resources, and payroll. 
For most people, HRS means that they are going to see more of the employee and manager self-service side through the MyUW system portal, entering time and absences, selecting and changing benefits, and updating their personal information. So it's a lot more self-service. You won't have to go necessarily to your HR person to do a lot of the things which you do now. Yes. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more that they can see and do. And this is a lot of stuff that used to be done on paper, but now we're going to be doing this electronically over this new system. Correct. Yeah. So we are theoretically helping the environment. Yeah, saving the trees. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> we're being green, We're being everybody. green. Yeah. So what kind of things are you doing to support the rollout of the HRS project? Uh, I work with the training team, which, <coughs> like the name sounds, is responsible for teaching people how to use the system. Um, I work with them mostly to develop training courses and documentation for the HRS knowledge base. Currently, they are traveling around the state and teaching benefit specialists and payroll coordinators how they'll be doing their job in the new system. The other thing, and what you brought up, is I work with the help desk support team, uh, which will be responsible for supporting various parts of the system. What I also do for them is I work to try and identify Uh, what could possibly be support issues in the future where people might have questions, that sort of thing. So you're kind of kicking the tires of this thing and seeing if you can get anything to shake out and if there there are any issues that need to be addressed, you can bring them up before it gets rolled out to everybody. Oh, yeah, definitely kicking the tires. So, Rachel, is there a website we can go to to find out more about the HRS project or or other help desk-related activities? There is. You can actually take a look at the... KB site for the HRS project, which, which is kb.wisc, uh, so W-I-S-C dot E-D-U slash HRS. Excellent. Um, you'll find documents on there on, from the training team on how to do specific things in the system. We'll, we'll log on and look it all over. Rachel Robleski joining us in the studio. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thanks very much, Rachel, for being here. And Rachel, you know, Rachel joins... Uh, you, Adam, and our other guests with as you know, people with almost unpronounceable last names. Yeah, we got a lot of crazy Robleski, German and Polish and, Wiesenfarth. Oh yeah. And yeah, uh, you're and, you're so normal. You and Jesse I'm, short, I'm sorry. easy, not hard to make you know, it's hard to make fun of them because yeah. everybody's got it. Well uh, and on that note, uh, our our guest here, our other guest in the studio, now that Rachel has has left, uh, is Leah Scheid. Is that correct? You right? got it. I was gonna Yay. say Scheid. Don't, no, don't don't pull that on me. I'm not no. gonna pull that on you. All right. She's from the <laughs> help desk. Leah, tell us a little bit about what you do on a day to day basis. Well, I am a pick three phone agent at the help desk, which means when you call in and you get that little voice menu, you press the number three, I'm the one that you get. Whoa. Yep. All um, the time or just? Nope, not all the time. Okay. That would be very, very busy. Because <laughs> there's there's a queue, as the British like to mm-hmm. say. A queue, yes. There's a queue. There's a, there's a there's queue. There's a queue. Tyler. Yes. Uh, so you're the first, you people call up the help desk and they pick... They, they get this automated. This is, hello. Well, I can't believe that. It's I don't believe anything that you're saying. You've yeah. called two six four help. Yes, and and we'd like to know what's wrong with your computer. Press one, two, or three. Rubbish. And that's and that's a queue system. That's uh, some what we call telephony equipment. And so when you choose number three, you get to talk to Leah, possibly. Possibly, yes. <laughs> so uh, if you're if you're lucky, you get to talk to Leah. So so what <laughs> what kind of things do people call up on a day to day basis having problems with? Uh, well, we get a lot of questions about the Wismail web client, setting that up with email, with other email programs, Learn at UW. We do a lot of Learn at UW support for students and instructors, a lot of general computer-related issues. If someone's having an issue with their operating system, anything along those lines will all be covered. <laughs> cool. 
So, I mean, you, you can get just about, and, and as a pick three agent, you could get, yeah. get just about anything, right? Yep. A lot of questions, too, that we don't necessarily answer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've gotten a few questions from parents asking about what housing their students should choose. Oh. Not but, something that we cover. Not exactly technolo- no. technology related or computer related <laughs> there, but, huh? But we should say that if you're, if, if you call the help desk or if you call the tech store, whoever you call and do it, and you have such questions, we don't just say, oh, no, we don't know. Correct, yeah. Because we, we have this may, uh, great thing called the Internet, and mm-hmm. which is just a giant phone book for us. So we usually try and find them a number and yep. get them to the right spot, even if they called us. First. We'll refer you somewhere, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, Lee, I got I to gotta ask, how, you know, how much uh, computer knowledge did you have before joining the help desk? Were you a super geek? I, I was not, actually. Oh, Surprisingly, what? it was pretty limited. I'll be honest here. That's um, okay. You know, see, yeah. people always assume when they come in, because uh, I work at the mm-hmm. Do-It Tech Store, uh, 1210 West Dayton Street, uh, and you can also check out our satellite location at HSLC at 750 Highland Ave. And we also and the help desk has locations there, but they also have a third drop off location, which is at the Memorial Union eight hundred uh, excuse me eight hundred Langdon Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go and drop off your computers if you're having a problem with your computer. Uh, you can drop it off either for help desk service or for repair service at any of those locations. Uh, but if you if you come by the store, you might assume that everybody who's working there has a computer science degree or is a giant tech nerd. And I will tell you, I'm going to... Glasses two feet thick, oh. pocket <laughs> protector, So talking t- about Battlestar Galactic yeah. all day. So, Oh, wait, that's just me. I'm sorry. The, the, the only still student here is Leah. So what's your mm-hmm. major? I'm a geography major. There you go. Whoa. With environmental studies. Ty, so. you have a degree, I believe. I have three degrees. And what are they in? Uh, well, I actually am the am, am the not the norm here. I've got. I actually do have a computer science degree. What? I know. Uh, but only ten percent of the people who work at Do It actually have computer science degrees. Believe we, it or not. And we let you on the radio. With I that. know. I know. <laughs> but I, my other degrees are Japanese and East Asian studies, so completely unrelated yeah, to and technology. I, and I have well, one, unless you talk about flying robots, because I could you know do that for days. <laughs> You know? Yeah, and I've got uh, one degree, but I had two majors, and so I actually studied physics and theater and drama for all of you listening oh, out there in Radio Land. Big ups to the theater and drama. They're right across <laughs> the way over here in Vilas Hall, the most confusing building on campus. Uh-huh. So, Leah, what would you say is the hardest thing to troubleshoot over the phone? See, it doesn't. there's not really one service particularly that's difficult to troubleshoot. What makes it difficult is when it's... When the problem is not very well communicated is what makes troubleshooting yeah, tricky. Because it's, it's kind of tough to do stuff over the phone when you're talking about your computer because you can't see the... Mm-hmm. Or can you see their computer? We do. We recently have started integrating uh, BombGar remote access or remote oh. control. Um, but that's only available to some... Uh, certain agents and the user has to install the program on their computer right it's 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 not something where we just magically go into your computer and and that happens you have to unfortunately oh gosh that'd be so much easier it would be it would so um we're gonna take a quick break here before we do that i want to tell everyone out there listening that we're gonna play america's favorite game show no it's not wheel of fortune no it's not jeopardy it's called stump the geek so if you have a crazy tech question for me or adam or leah or anybody in this room, my you know invisible friend. A- any of the geeks. Any of the geeks. Uh, I guess my invisible friend wouldn't be a geek then. So, but anyway, uh, call us up here at at our number, or you can email us uh, at radio do it that was studied to you. Our main number here is six zero eight five one five eight seven six eight, and ask the question. You could win a twenty five dollar gift card to a beverage vendor. That's right. That may you know have something having to do with coffee. Yes, and there's probably one nearby you. Can't guarantee it. They, probably. They might be one on every block, but I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> nice. We'll see you in a, in a sec here.
This is a presentation of WSUM, 91.7 FM, Madison Student Radio. And we're back with Do It Live. Sitting with us in studio, we've got Leah, we've got Ty, we've got Adam, myself, we've got a beautiful Sandy Cyberlake, our producer. And uh, since we didn't have any on-the-phone contestants, and it's sad because, you know, if you if you did call us on the phone and give us a show topic or a question and we're affiliated with UW, you could potentially win a gift card for yourself. Hey, but there's instead, still time. Instead, um, one of our, our <laughs> neighbors here at 333 East Campus Mall decided to come down to our studios on the fourth floor. And you can come in here. Uh, we actually have a box of gummy worms. If you come into the studio, you'll get mm-hmm. a gummy worm. Um, but uh, Mr. Trent is here. Trent, hello, sir. How are you doing? Quite fine, thank you. Hey, thanks, like thanks for stopping by our little yeah, radio no enterprise. I like, I like the Mr. part of that. Yes. Yeah. Well, Makes Trent, quickly special. tell us, quickly tell us uh, what you do and your your full name. Yeah. What's swear, your, swear your, that you will not lie before the jury. Because well, I, I understand <laughs> that you work for the university. So can you tell me where you work and what you do? Yes, I actually work up on the ninth floor. I'm currently working with uh, scholarships at UW Madison program here on campus. So oh. we are coordinating all the scholarships. Um, so if you want to. Uh, Take a look and see what we have available throughout the university. You can uh, log on to scholarships at UW-Madison. Uh, it's just uh, www.scholarships.madison. Uh, excuse me, scholarships at wisc.edu. Let's, and, let's try uh, that again, Trent. www.scholarships.wisc.edu. Is there a scholarship for Awesome Radio? There totally should be. Oh, man. Can't you create your own scholarship if you really try hard enough? I'm going to do that. I'm going to create my own scholarship. It's it's the age of self-production. So the reason Trent is here is not just to come in and you know talk about his scholarship stuff. Although you know maybe we might have him in in a you know later date to talk more about that. Yeah, but, sure. Sandy, can you put that down there on the wiki? Make sure we we get Trent's had, info there. Might have to talk to him. Yeah, again. but he had a burning desire, a deep, deep desire to stump us. Stump the geek. That's right. It's You're our totally it's, underestimating that desire, sir. No, <laughs> no, it's burning. Do, do you have a question it's, for it's us like on stump the geek here, sir? I do. What, what's that question? And, and folks, we're not kidding. He did not ask us this question ahead of time, even though he's in the studio. So what, fire away, Trent. Oh, okay. Here's the stumper. The other day, I was attempting to upgrade my Vista 64-bit program to the brand new, well, not so brand new anymore, but Windows 7. The new hotness of well, Windows I 7. I was considering that. I was going to do it little by little. What yeah. I really wanted, though, was DirectX 11. Mm. I currently have DirectX 10. Right. Okay. Mm. So, uh, my attempt to download the standalone Vista SP2 upgrade, mm-hmm. which would allow DirectX 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple issues with the downloading. That got solved. Fine. Not a problem. In my attempt to actually install the program, though, mm-hmm. I was stopped cold. Stopped? He was stopped, cold. ladies and gentlemen. Microsoft gave me the gigantic foot to the neck. So, um... Wow. Actually, the error message that popped up told me that I didn't have the uh, the correct language pack. Wow. The I, language pack? Yeah. Well, I had, I had downloaded the five language pack, and I needed to get the all language pack, because apparently I had a Russian installed in my computer. Ah, da. You have Russian. I, I have Russian. I give you Russian for a good price. <laughs> so, one of, the, one, of the, one of the workarounds was to remove Russian from my computer. Oh, that's one way. attempt to install the So you're not, you, you have already solved your problem. What are you oh, doing here? No. Vladimir Russian. says you probably should not remove Russian from computer. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Otherwise, in, Sergey come by with bat, you know what I say? In, Soviet, in Soviet Russia, computer installs you. Oh! So, hey, don't, uh, it's, so now, um, unfortunately, the real issue is that the Russian will not come off my computer. 
<laughs> it refuses to uninstall. You can only have your computer in Russian? I, Is that what you're telling no, me? No, I, I have my choice of English or Russian. Oh. I'm currently choosing English so I can read my computer's writing. <laughs> so I, I'm chalking this up to being a Microsoft software distribution problem. Interesting. And, and, and something that they should be able to solve for you. That's one of the things we learn how to do when we're, we're in computer support is we learn how to pass the buck off to manufacturers. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking this up here, and it looks like... Yeah, Ty, Ty's actually looking this up because you, you can try and stump us, but we do have three laptops right yeah. here, so we can Google anything we want. Well, um, what they're saying is, is that there is a log file in C Windows Logs, CBS, called cbs.log. Um, apparently, if you delete that and you run SFC scan now, that's the system file checker, um, that will, that should repair it, apparently. So I would, Ooh, I would try that. Um, although I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is for, oh, this is Vista 64. So you, and it, and it's uninstall Russian language. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right there. So there you go. So we'll, we'll try that we'll, log. We'll print that out. We'll give it to you. You can take it home as a parting gift. Amazing. I, I feel so much better. My world go. is lighter. So I, I think we have to go to the, the judges and see if we were able to stump the geek, or actually if, if our geeks were able to get the right answer, and then we go to the judges. Judges say... Yes, indeed. Hey. Yes, we did. So, very well. You wise. know, Sergey is unstumpable. You, win, you cannot you, defeat Sergey. <laughs> Great job. You win gummy worms, Trent. Hey, dude, that's a fantastic prize. <laughs> right. Everybody wins, whether you stump or not. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So before we continue here, we have something very important that we need to get out of the way, and that is our uh, what are they what are they called the the, the three the disclaimers three di- the disclaimers. I have That's right. There's another phone. local radio show in town that has four disclaimers, but we're more technologically yeah. efficient, so we needed to cut that down a little bit. Exactly. So um, the lovely Leah is going to sit here, and she is going to le- excuse me read us the three disclaimers of our little radio enterprise here. Yes, I am. So the first number one. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Number two, products and services provided by the Division of Information Technology, a.k.a. DOIT, and other university departments, as well as drawings and giveaways, may only be available to students, faculty, staff, or those currently affiliated with UW-Madison. Finally, participants of this broadcast may offer opinions or recommendations. However, they do not endorse, nor has any consideration been provided on behalf of the products or services discussed. You're telling me you've never been in a radio studio before. That's correct. Wow. Because you did that pretty well. You did very well. You have quite the radio voice. Very well. (laughs) I spend a lot of time on the phone, though. That's true. You have Uh a good phone voice. So, what... Is there some piece of technology that you see out on the horizon here that's like the new hot thing that you want to run out and buy instantaneously this second? Ooh, that's a toughie. I don't have a lot of technology, as I may have mentioned before. Yeah, that's okay. So there's we're, quite we're, a bit. We don't discriminate on this show, you know. You, you know can... they came out with Stone and Chisel 2.0 the other day. <laughs> oh. I have to. I, I said it once. I'll say it again. Pen and paper are something fierce. I mean, that's a, that's a great <laughs> piece of technology. Movable type, 1542 Gutenberg. Great stuff. I got a good want for you. Yeah, what, what do you got, Matt Rock? Droid tablet. Droid Ooh. tablet. Oh, one of the new, like, uh, one of the Samsung Galaxy tabs. And if you really want to get fancy, I want a 4G droid tablet. Yeah, we've oh, actually boy. got, um, I, I don't know if it's in the store yet, but there's a ViewSonic uh, tablet, which I would I would probably properly call a slate, because it's kind of meaty, but <laughs> that thing looks really nice. I mean, you know, of all the adjectives s- that I wouldn't use to describe technology. Meaty? Meaty. Uh, 
would not be one of them. <laughs> We're on the radio. We have to use our entire lexicon. Oh, shoot. You're right. <laughs> so, um, no, it, it just, it's very hefty. Maybe that's a better word. Uh, hefty. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with hefty. So. Has girth. <laughs> So, okay, so like, getting off of the, the adjectives and, and adverbs that we've got <laughs> flying around the room. Um, we have to be grammatically uh, correct, I know, Ty. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. So, Leah, uh, uh, I guess final question, or maybe maybe not final question, but we'll try this one. Uh, what is the strangest computer problem that you've ever had to troubleshoot over the phone, or you've ever, ever had anyone describe to you over the phone? Okay, yeah, I, I do have one here. Uh, the, the outcome was what was so strange for me. The problem was not that was not that particularly strange. A man called in saying that he was unable to access a number of our websites that had a security certificate because he kept getting an expired security certificate error. Mm-hmm. But we could not figure out why because all of those websites had current certificates. Mm. And I talked to my supervisor and he said, why don't you just, just check, just check to see what his date and time is set on his computer. And I did. This was an older man. Oh, um, that's really... And it turned out that somehow, and he had no idea how this happened, his date had been set to 2014. <laughs> and the certificate was about three years expired, according to his computer. He was calling from the future. Yes, he was. That's oh, my God. I don't know how he didn't notice, though, because the month and time was also very, very <laughs> off. So. Yeah, see, I, I usually run into the opposite problem when I have um, folks, because you, as Ty and, and everybody here who is somewhat technically inclined knows, your family makes very good use of you and oh, your, yeah. your knowledge. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I often find that when you have a really old computer and things are going wacky, it's that your data is set back in, like, the 80s mm-hmm. or 2000-something or because we're now in 2010-something. Which, you know, initially, uh, anyone should know because, I mean, when the computer starts giving off, like, synth guitar noises all the time, you're obviously in the 80s. All that 8-bit stuff that's going so, on. You know, the the funniest... The funniest call I ever got was actually one of my first calls as a phone agent ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy calls up, and I say, thanks for calling the dude help desk. My name is Ty. Can I get your first and last name, please? And he says, I'm on the internet! <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And this I, 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 I said, uh, okay, okay. Uh, is, uh, that's great. <laughs> I, I just wanted to call and let you know that I'm on the internet. I made it. <laughs> That's great, sir. Well, welcome to he the internet. He made it to the internet. Apparently what had happened is he had called previously, and he was trying to get connected to the internet, and someone had told him to do some steps and call back if it didn't if, work. If it worked, oh. And he thought that he had to call back if it did work. Oh, so he just called back, and I was just the random guy that he got, and he just told me with, with glee that he was on the internet. So we fixed the guy's problem that day. At least it was a very positive it. call. That's great. It's always bonus. Yeah. <laughs> my wife promised to get me a shirt to wear to my next family gathering that says in big block letters in the front of it, no, I will not fix your computer. Oh, yeah. There you, go. So you can get those, definitely. <laughs> so do you folks at the help desk have a, a website that fo- people should check out, Leah, if they have questions about something wrong with their computer? Yes, we have a very, very useful knowledge base online, uh, which you can access either by going to kb.wisc.edu or helpdesk.wisc.edu. They'll take you to the same place. It's a nice handy search field. Enter in your problem, and you might just come up Boom. with a solution. By yourself. You wouldn't even have to call, but you could call, you Ty. You could call, and the number is 264-HELP. That's right. 608-264-4357 is the help. phone number for the help desk, and they would love to hear your call. They're open from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. on the phones, mm-hmm. Monday through Sunday. That's every right. Every day. That's right. Except for furlough days. They're not open. <laughs>
Oh, we still we got students there. Some? Oh, really? Yeah, we're oh. open. We're still open. We're, 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 working, baby. we're working hard for the state. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, we have, again, run out of time. Ty, thanks so much for being my co-host and, and riding this ride with me. I no, really Adam. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Matt Rock, our intrepid on-air producer right oh. here. Thanks so much for helping us out. Leah, the lovely Leah, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with Thanks us Thanks for today. having me. Yeah, we really appreciate Sandy's here, too. And we have some other folks to thank as well. We'd like to thank our management team at the Division of Information Technology. Uh, excuse me. Perry Brunelli, Edward Hoover, Brian Kister, Jack Leepak, Ty Leto, Neil Mack, Howie Mead, Brian, uh, Mark Nessel, Brian Rust, and Bill Zimmerman. The Director of User Services is Kathy O'Brien. Dewey's Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman. And our Interim CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Joanne Berg. Today's broadcast was produced by Sandy Cyberlick and Adam Wiesenfarth and Ty Christian. With assistance from Laura Grady and Dan Collins, Matthew Siriani, and the Nates, Harrison Weber, and Zastro. Our on-air producer and director of e-communications is Matt Rockwell, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producer of Do It Live is Jesse LeGrew. Next week, we're going to talk about the media and how we get all of those bits out to everybody. We'll be seeing you next week right here Thursday at 2. Don't forget to check out our website, www.doit.wist.edu slash radio. we got podcasts aplenty. We'd love to see you there. But otherwise, join us next week right here on WSUM 91.7 FM, The Snake on the Lake, at 2 p.m. We'll see you then. And you may ask yourself.